0: Welcome to another special edition of Conversations of the Heart. It is your boy, of course, Tito. In the building, we have three special guests here. Um, You know, they've all been on my show individually. Um, And, you know, today we we will be speaking with uh, Mr. and Mrs. Philip Hammond. Um, Philip Hammond is the CEO of PH and Consulting and Media. And then we have this lovely wife, uh, Mrs. Samantha Hammond, um, that is the founder of Just Ventures. Um, And then we have here um, the CEO, the boss of Wells Financial Sense, uh, Patrice Hartwell, my baby. And that's just what we're going to do. But we're going to get into this good conversation here. Um, You know, great discussion on relationships, uh, wealth, family, uh, legacy, you know, getting into the crux of relationships and working together. Uh, because you know what I do have here is um a couple who has you know grown a lot, um you know you guys are married now, you guys have a beautiful daughter now, uh, you went from dating uh to being married to being entrepreneur you know, being entrepreneurs bosses and 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 everything else in between um so we, we are about to get into this conversation with my esteemed guest host today, um who will be assisting me in this conversation today. Um. so let's get right into it so
1: yeah
0: um you guys are both bosses in your own right you know um so my first question to you mm-hmm. is how do you make that work right because you both have thriving businesses very you know they're different mm-hmm. um so ha- so how has the journey been in kind of making that journey that part of your relationship work i maybe. guess we could start with phil
2: oh, um uh sam is very uh active with the baby um during the pandemic i got to see all of those wonderful moments of her first walk and her first her first teeth and crawling and all that good stuff during the pandemic thank god so like that was one thing that came from the pandemic that was like super helpful being able to um see those like milestones for the baby and then um uh, money started running out and, you know, my my mini vacation was over. So I had to get <laughs> back to work. Yep. Um, but what Sam and I, what really helps Sam and I right now is having a dedicated, amazing team um, of people that we employ that take away some of that work that we used to have to do when we first started our businesses. So by having a team of people that are, that we're doing checks with, daily and stuff like that and you know i have i think um i think like eight or nine people that work um for the company right now and they're everything from the account management to the financing to um head of the production side of things and um coordinating with our clients so mondays i'm not even in the office and my clients know that they know that that is daddy daughter time and sometimes they'll call me, and I'll pick up, and they know that the baby's there because they come to know that time and that space is set aside for Ava. Um, but at any point, at any time during the week, if something needs to be done for the baby or something's happening, I can always take that time off, or we can go on vacation, and the operation and the money will keep coming, right? right. So when you're what I call a um, a uh, uh, our friend Gene. Had uh, said this, he called it a um, solopreneur or a micro business. When you're the only person that you're, your sales team or you're 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 a marketer. When you're your thing, you don't have the luxury of having time back for yourself. So what you slowly do is you pay somebody for their time and you take away that time from yourself. So that really helped me um, on my side, and I think it helps Sam too with what she does now. You know, she meets with her team. Um, you know, a couple times a week. And uh, she has a dedicated, uh, phenomenal um, uh, secretary that's here um, in taking calls and stuff like that. And um, so what we did is, uh, this is, so we, I signed the lease to this space and immediately we realized that it's very convenient for Sam, for her all the her other offices in Melville, which for people that are, are familiar with Long Island, it's further out. Um, from where we are in NASA right now. But uh, living where we live, this office is about 12 minutes away. So she found it very convenient. So we made sure that she had space here too as well as a second office to be able to manage um, her work. And she comes in on Fridays to do her YouTube videos and stuff. So like for us, I feel like overall, what's really helped to manage and maintain um, time so we can do date nights on Fridays usually, and um hang out with the baby is 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 taking back some of our time right so
0: with so sam so i know so phil kind of answered the married part of it like where you
2: guys are at now right
0: and he also mentioned just where um where you guys are now you guys hired a lot of people right which is great but what about before right maybe when you guys were dating and you know before all the employees right like You guys were still busy entrepreneurs, right? And you were still building, right? But we didn't
3: have a baby. And I think like, once the baby came into the picture, that is a whole different ball game. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you are by yourself, you know, you can take risk and you can, you know, work 24 seven and it's fine, right? But I think like once we we had a baby, it was like, okay, no, 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 no. Like we need to now organize like our lives. Like I'm home a lot with Ava um, throughout the week because for me personally, I just, I want to watch her grow up as much as possible. I don't want her in daycare. So that was something too, like we had to put, we really have to put everything in place um, now. But when we were just dating and we both were starting our own business, we had freedom to do like whatever we want. We could still hang out. Phil would travel with me a lot and it was easier and, and we could kind of wing it. But once reality hit and, <laughs> and our boss was born, cause that is the boss when she was born <laughs> and we're like, okay, now we have to think about, like he said, hiring people and, and putting schedules in place and, Schedule out date nights and and things that we didn't have to do before.
1: Mm-hmm. So kids
3: are a game changer. Don't let no one tell you otherwise. That's, mm-hmm.
0: that's
3: a game changer.
0: That's dope. um So, but why? But some people like, when, like oh, when they're dating. Like sometimes they they say it could be hard to date an entrepreneur, right? And if somebody works on that five dating an entrepreneur could be, I don't know, just maybe it's like it's hard, right? And then. Vice versa. Somebody's like, "Ah, oh, I'm an entrepreneur I'm dating somebody that's a nine to five. Right. Like, don't know what your thoughts are um, on that. But you guys are both serial entrepreneurs from, oh. you know, just from my seat, you know, here um, looking at it. Um, and you've always you've always made it work. But also two serial entrepreneurs can get very, very busy schedules. You know, you travel a whole lot. Be clear. Even now, Sam, you still travel a lot. I see it. I see it.
3: Wait, but I took six months off. Like, so I'm not going anywhere for it. And this again is because I, I just feel it's a lot. Like I'm Uh feeling it now as a mom, like Uh I didn't feel it before. I could always be on a plane and I could, but now I'm over 40. I'm a mom and I'm tired. So this goes again with what you're saying, like, yes, even though we're entrepreneurs, but I think at this stage, almost five years of being married with a baby, like things changed. And Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But for me, it is great that I am married to someone who's an entrepreneur, um, you know, because he gets it. And a lot of our conversations, I mean, we work in the same office space and a lot of our conversations, are always about business and we're always feeding off each other and getting advice from each other. Like, you know, I just was in his office asking about financing and and just questions like that. And that those are daily conversations for us because we have unique issues as entrepreneurs that only another entrepreneur can understand. And even with Phil, Phil can come home at two o'clock in the morning. And for me, it's not, it's not crazy, you know, because I right. know like he's here in the office late at night and I'm still answering emails at midnight, you know? Right. So if you're with someone who is not an entrepreneur, it's hard to kind of have them understand mm-hmm. that you're always working, you know? So mm. it, it, it does make it a lot easier. I think when you know, if you're a nine to fiver dating a nine to fiver or an entrepreneur, dating an entrepreneur, um, because you can you can um you
1: know relate more.
0: All right. Yeah. Okay, so hi trees.
1: Yeah, so you mentioned that you guys had to kind of organize your time when you decide when you guys had a baby. So what ways did you guys like come together to decide what would work for you guys to? raise your child and still conduct your business as well
3: i think that was mostly me because huh? i'm the type okay. a i'm the, like the type a like i he's so like kumbaya like everything will work out and i'm like no what am i doing at nine twenty four tomorrow like <laughs> you know so yeah. i
2: find that i find that consistent with like women Like, women are very, like, you know, schedule and detail-oriented. Guys are a little, like, like laid back and stuff like that. I do know some guys that are the opposite. Uh But I think that also is a good match because I kind of balance out the, you know, things don't necessarily always work out the same thing. And it's funny, I do work on schedules, but my schedules are not as uh, far out as her. She'll schedule up far out and know what's happening, like, you know, f- further in advance and me, it's a little shorter, but like, yeah, those, those conver- the conversations definitely did happen. But one thing that I realized too, when we, even when we were moving into our, our co-op is I'm the type of person that, although I may not have things specifically down in my calendar, like I'm very um, empathetic for people and their feelings and emotions. So when Sam was pregnant, um, um, one thing I know about my wife is that she will get frustrated quickly, right? If things are not lining up or she's not thinking things, she's overthinking things. So what I do is like, I start to foresee that and try to figure out what can I do to kind of like um, soften the blow for that. So like when we were moving in, I asked our, um, our landlord if I could start moving in early and he gave us the keys early before the, our our the date of our uh, our contract event. Uh and and then we uh, started moving in like the furniture. And at one point she was like, "Babe, I don't understand why you're doing the baby's room now. We got time and whatever." And I set it all up because I knew once the baby came and stuff, all these things would have to be happened. The sofa was already in, so by the time she moved in, everything was already in there, and we didn't have to think about, oh hey, we're removing this or that." So I I do think about and And anticipate things ahead of, ahead of schedule, and like just um you know like for instance, today, perfect example, Sam comes in on Fridays to record her her youtube she gets most of her sales through through YouTube, and I could tell that. Uh, because Ava's sick, it's bothering her, right? So what I did is I FaceTimed the baby.
3: Yeah, that was so nice. <laughs> and then like I
2: start talking, like I, I'll start talking to Ava, checking on her, and then I'll bring it into her so she can see the baby and see Ava's eating. She's having fun with our mom and having a good time and it kind of lessened the blow or whatever. So I, I, I don't, my scheduling, the conversations I have, sometimes I have conversations with myself mm-hmm. and I won't even have conversations with her because I know her well enough to know that I can kind of foresee what she would say or how she'd react in the situation. And I kind of just plan, you know, or go in front of it. So that's my take on it. Like my side of it. Yeah. And I'm
3: just a planner. So I knew like even mm -hmm. Mondays are my busiest day. So I had that conversation with him when, you know, I, I told him flat out and, you know, T we talked about this before. Like, I think communication is essential in every relationship and that's the one great thing with Phil and I we really talk about everything and you know I I let him know like I want to be there and watch her growing up so for me I need to be at home however because Mondays are so crazy I want I need that day and he was like no problem like you you know I'll be home on Monday so I think it's the thing the thing for me is I have to have my life scheduled out but I had to also have that conversation with him to let him know like what my needs are and it's the same thing like Friday night date nights you know that's something that we talked about where we're just like okay we're parents now however that shouldn't change the fact that we still do date nights without the baby sometimes with her but you know we still put that that out there but we have these discussions like this is what we need to do for us um and we're always talking about things like that
0: yeah i definitely do date nights i see you out there in the streets looking like michelle barack you know i see (laughs) y'all out there i see (laughs)
2: phil with the suits on and all of that i think (laughs) you might have taken over my place with suits phil i'm not gonna i get all my inspiration from you bro (laughs) you know your suit game and your your tie game and your hat is unmatched so i'm not even trying to take the the crown i just want (laughs) to a part of the conversation (laughs) you're definitely a part of this conversation
0: (laughs) definitely so um but speaking of of those date nights and things like that and even traveling together while having a child I know a lot of couples struggle with this I think um you know for whatever reason you know whether it be guilt mommy guilt to parent guilt um I was I
3: I had that today when mm -hmm. she was sick like I was today was, uh, was a lot for me because, you know, now that she, she's getting a little older, you're like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm
0: oh, so, but you did say that it, it is essential to like for your marriage and, you know, to have that time. Right. Um, because I find that, um, with a lot of couples and and married couples, sometimes it's like, it's just everything is about the child. Right. And, and there's a time and place for that. Absolutely. Right. But at some point the child is going to grow up Right. And, and then you got to look in that person's face and that person might be a stranger at some point because you, because you didn't take care of the marriage. Right. Um, so when did you guys decide that that was going to be like a thing? Like, was it like while you guys were dating and did you discuss that and say, listen, when we get married, this isn't going to change. Or was it more so when, um, Ava came?
3: No, we've never actually discussed. The thing is Phil and I because I think we were friends first, Mm -hmm. you know, and to me, I still consider him my friend before my husband, right? I, we can have just conversations, but one of the things that I think is so good about both of us that we didn't have to have a conversation. Like our whole thing was, and actually even Phil, like Hmm. maybe actually mentioned this before, um, we're individual people, like we're I'm still Samantha, you know, and a lot of times I'm always like my husband, my husband, and Phil makes sure he calls me Samantha, and the reason why he does that, and he'll say is because you know you're just like more than my wife, like you are your own person. I think mm-hmm. we went into our marriage like like that, like we are just two individuals who just happened to got married, but I'm not just a wife and a mom and he's not a husband and an entrepreneur. And that has always been, I think, our outlook on life. And it just kind mm-hmm. of happened that we met and had the same outlook. Um, and I think that's why too, we hold our relationship a little bit different than a lot of couples. Cause you know, like, yes, we love, we love our daughter. Like I miss her if she's sleeping in the next room. But we know like, Phil may need a vacation and Sam may need a vacation and, you know, Phil needs to go out and hang out with his friends or like we, cause we know we're individual people. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times when people get married it's like, oh, now we're this unit and you are but you're also still like individual people. And I think mm-hmm. for us, we never want just one thing to define us or to get mm-hmm. lost in each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that tends to happen a lot with, you know, married couples. Mm.
2: Very true. Very profound. Mm. Very well stated. Mm. I, I I definitely know milestones. Uh, we, one thing very special in our relationship is that when Sam was really getting into nitty gritty of her company, I was really evaluating what I was doing with mine. And we started hitting these milestones kind of like, on cue at the same time, right, with our businesses, um, even up to, to now with employees and stuff, now, right, and the conversations we have is cool. Like, I mean, 90% of our conversations, um, and like conversations, not just like about business, somehow it always leads into business. We're always uh-huh. talking, so I guess that's like kind of foreplay for us to even on okay. dates talk about business or whatever, uh-huh. like, right, cool, like, but. I think like hitting those milestones um, in our business simultaneously kind of just really put us in, tra- in, in in the thought in my mind that uh-huh. we're really like aligned the things that's happening. Because one thing I've noticed in some of my friends and some of their relationships is like some of my actress friends and stuff like that. Like they'll be blowing up in their career and like their boyfriend or whatever, who's also an actor, is not doing the same. And they have resentment toward them. It leads to like jealousy and things like that. It's happened multiple times. And I've like counseled them on it. And I'm like, you know, it's not your fault. Don't feel like you have to stop what you're doing. You're meant for great things. That person's meant for great things too, but they're in a different timeline than you right now. You know, you're in your timeline and this is your time to do things. So I will never um, take away somebody's shine, right? And I'll never take Uh away Samantha's shine. Samantha Shines on her own. Um, and it was very reflective even when we were getting married. I mean mm-hmm. Sam deals with brides. I'm not gonna call them bridezillas She just she,
3: I deal with bridezillas.
2: <laughs> deals with not brides,
3: all, just in case some of my clients are watching.
2: Not all of them, but <laughs> I, think the mindset, I think the mindset of the the bride or the bridezilla right, is that this is their special moment, right? And you think sure. about their life, like 80 us years you know god willing right and you think that's the only special moment in your life and maybe having a baby right there for a woman there's so many more special moments every day it can be a special moment um and so we get to celebrate all these special moments all the time we're around amazing people and like you know our circles are changing but we're, we're you know the core friends and people we have are still around so it keeps us grounded but you know the level of people that we're meeting now and stuff like that and seeing what they have, it's just so motivating for us. And um, uh-huh. so it's good to know. that. And the number one thing we hear from them is we love, they love hanging out couples that are doing well, love hanging out with couples that are doing well, like, because uh-huh. they want to feel like resentment, like their friends maybe are not like doing what they're doing. And they feel like, Oh, can I talk about this? Can I talk about something that just, uh, one of our friends just got an Emmy, like, and we took their out for dinner and stuff like that. And like, like some of her friends probably would be like, you know, so I, she feels comfortable talking to us about it because we're motivating her, we're shouting her out and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like things like that. You know, I think um, that kind of like um, keep the, keep the conversation and keep us kind of like, like going, you know, true.
1: So you guys are both successful entrepreneurs, and you have a daughter. So what do you guys plan to teach your daughter in regards to entrepreneurship and generational wealth?
3: That's a good question. And it's funny, Hun. before you came in here, I was talking to your staff about that. I'm really big on generational wealth. Um, I think we both agree that, you know, right now we have a college fund for her, but we are going to trust her to make her own decisions in what she wants to do and we'll fund it. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. whether she wants to go to college, whether she doesn't, um, you know, I think for both of us, as long as she has a plan, right. But for us and specifically, you know, not saying you honey, but specifically for me, like I grew up very poor. So the security of, you know, finances have always been a big thing for me. Um, And I just don't want her having those issues. And I don't want, when I think about generational wealth or just setting up for our daughter, I'm also thinking about setting up for her daughter, you know? Mm I just don't want her to be good. I want her kids to be good as well. And it even stretches out to my nephews. Like I have college funds set up for my nephew. And I just think it's very important just to make sure that when they start life out, it's easy. You know, I want them to go to college without having to work. I want them to be able to choose what they want to do um, and not, have to settle because, you know, mom and dad didn't set up a college fund or have, you know, a brokerage account for, for them. So for me, that's a passion. And it's always been a passion like financial literacy, because I know what it is not to have. And, and I know what it is, um, you know, we've never gone hungry, but my mom has, you know, so I just don't want that for her or for right. anyone in our family so yeah we we already have those accounts started and i'm always looking for you know other stuff for them and i by them i meant my my nephew as well
1: right okay yeah. great
2: Phil. uh yeah i mean uh she sam is kind of in charge you, you,
3: in, you like, can the tell who, who who does yes. all the
2: yeah yeah so like uh, yeah what she said she's a she's all i'm a cmo like i brand <laughs> us how we look across you know to how we how we how our brand looks right like mm-hmm. family but she's like the nitty-gritty that the you know the, the things we can't afford this or babe you know we have to hold off and get in that new truck or that bins because we got to get this first or something like that and you know me i'm like hey we can just go in there and get it like you know i'm like, like no you know, we can't no we cannot he's a cfo Mm
3: -hmm.
2: which is cool and this is even like even in within my own organization right i have checks and balances i have somebody that tells me no right brian right Mm -hmm. um i have someone that tells me no right and says like hey phil we can't afford this right i had this idea to put all these beautiful paintings in here. i'm like yeah when our clients come in we're gonna have these Rotating curated, paintings, these curated <laughs> artwork, and blah blah blah. And then Brian's like, "Phil, oh, how about this? We make the accounts first. We'll set aside another account for that. And as profit comes in, we'll put aside something like that so we can work on the decor here in the wall." Yeah,
3: he always needs to be reeled back in, like I
2: know that about myself, though. <laughs> I that I I I I know, but I but I but we also you know Sam. We have our
1: moments, too. Oh, we we're agree. not
3: thrifty. We're not thrifty. Hmm. But, you know, you know.
1: You're not thrifty. Be just conscious on what you're clear.
3: And, and I save for everything. So I'm like, I'm one of those people, if I have a million dollars, 500,000 is going to be blown. <laughs> but the other five will be in like a index fund or something like that. So you know.
0: So you're not gonna yeah. blow like nine hundred. You're just gonna blow like five.
3: Phil, Phil would blow eleven. Blow like 9, blow eleven. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Phil will blow the whole mill.
0: All right, that's cool.
2: And fair, you know, I, appreciate, I I appreciate you guys seeing, um, you know, successful business owners or success. You're, you feel you know, yeah, you know, you're a successful business guy.
3: You don't feel and it.
2: Well, <laughs> I, oh, I I classify. I say yes and thank you, because I classify success in business if you can, if that is the thing that you do right with all of your time, and you're not working for somebody else, and you're you're we're, you're utilizing. So I pay myself; I'm on payroll, right? I'm an employee of the company, and if I'm not doing good or whatever, I'm not doing got. Like you know, I I realize that I have a position in the company, and and the company is different than myself, right? So I meet people, they say, hey, Phil, I can meet with you on these two days because the other days I'm at my job, right? And they're building a a company, but I feel like, you know, if you can, and, and, um, you know, my friend's other podcast is about that. And I like the fact that you highlight people and you bring them on a show. Some of them are full-time doing their position. Some of them aren't. But I do, I do start to think of success in that level because if you can maintain your lifestyle or maintain your family paid bills based on solely what you're doing in your business without having any other source of income, um, that's when you start to talk about that conversation about success. And then from there, there's so many other levels of success, right? So that's like, the, I, first of all, if you launch your company in any way form, you don't have to be an LLC, it can just be, the fact that you wrote down ideas and you're starting to execute on it. Uh, Terrence, this podcast is a perfect example of something that was um, curated during the time of a pandemic and birthed during the pandemic. And uh-huh. um, it started out as a way to have conversation with people and to check in on people. And mm-hmm. it's built into what it is now, right? With professional mics and headphones. And we're building a podcast studio here. So you're uh-huh. welcome to, you know, use it too. So like... Um, that kind of, those kind of things, it's like, it's building up. Right. So, um, you know, um, I just wanted to, I, you, when you guys said successful, you know, I want the audience to be like very aware that we're, we're really thriving. We're, we're, we're we, I don't want to call it struggle, but we are, um,
3: it's, it's hard to see what success is when you're in the grind every day. Cause for me, I'm always trying to solve problems. So I think like, I look at success a little bit differently where I, I'm not stressed out all the time and I'm not like worried about, you know, bills and clients. So yes, it, it, it always kind of takes me aback when people say that, um, because honey, you you're right. We have staff and we're, we're paying people and we're, you know, but it's still like, I think it is a relative term. So it's always like still surprising when people say that, like, oh, you guys are successful. I'm like, I just got cursed out by a client. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so it it definitely is relative, but I agree. And this is something I, I tell everyone, just starting your business. Um, and you know, just the process of running a business and being able to run a business and still have a business especially out of the pandemic is successful so yeah that is always something that still takes me aback like oh yeah you know like i'm not i'm doing good you know yeah. um yeah. Because yeah a lot I of mean, entrepreneurs don't see that because we're right. always mm-hmm.
0: you've been an entrepreneur for a long time sam you know you playing modest but it's okay uh you've been okay. an entrepreneur for a very very long time you've been like
3: I, said, business, I deal yeah, with brides, so my head is always <laughs> like you know
0: but that's good though because you you know, there's humble. And just to be clear, whether you're a CEO of, of a company or whether you work for a nine to five, you're getting crushed out by somebody normally. Because well, everybody's, yeah. a, everybody's a client, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At some point, like there's somebody true. right now that's working at a fast food restaurant right now, that's getting crushed out. <laughs>
2: it's Fact. a guarantee. I will, right, say, I'm, I'm that there's, I will say that there, what I, I I appreciate now, right, are the levels to it, right? So if you go into McDonald's, someone messes up your order, you know, you're not cursing out the owner of that McDonald's. <laughs> that's person not the general manager but you definitely you know that front staff someone's getting yelled at or whatever right that's a shame so, too. <laughs> so like you know so there are levels to it or whatever right yeah I mean, of course but you know you put people in place to be like you know like i i like to put out fires now like so my thing uh-huh. is thick running in phil phil this is what happened all right this is what we do da, 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 da. right um so i like that journey that i'm taking right now as like just hearing like uh it's like an educational journey that we're really? doing now and learning and like understanding staff and then you know i mean they have families and stuff like that so yeah. the pressure is different right mm-hmm. like you know it's 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 you you're, you stay up at night thinking about making sure that they get paid and things absolutely.
1: like that
3: absolutely oh, it's not gosh. even about us getting paid now it's this whole like and this this goes back to the conversations that we were saying like we ha- we can have these conversations where you know, we're up at night worried about our employees now. Mm -hmm. It's not even like we're worried about ourselves. It's like, oh my God, you know what? I had a tough month. Can we make payroll? How am I going to take care of these people? So again, you know, because we're both entrepreneurs, we can have those conversations and he knows exactly how I'm feeling and, you know, vice versa. So, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: So Sam, specifically you, Um, because you said earlier, you brought it up. I didn't bring it up you said <laughs> you, you 40 you know a little 40 now, yes. right shout out to black don't crack you know what i'm saying um but like and and some people like you you just had your first child like yes. what, a couple of years ago so like some people like they frown upon having gigs at a later stage in life and things like that right
3: no it's popping
0: no i agree with you no no i terrence agrees with you but i'm saying people <laughs> and sometimes society you know how it goes, like, you know, it, 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 it's, it's like, hey, like, like, having kids, like, a little later in life, you know, like, you know, and, and there's a fear with that, too, because, you know, people talk about the clock, you know what I'm saying, people talk about a lot of different things that come with, you know, having a child later in life, but you have a different experience, right, so, so, like, you love it, like, and why do you love it?
3: I love it because for several reasons, um, first of all, going back to what you said, I feel like a lot of people, when it comes to kids and family, sorry, you can come in. <laughs> sorry, guys. That, that, was, I, uh, that
0: was the boss point. Is that...
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I guys. think like a lot of people, they want you to do exactly what they did, right?
1: Mm.
3: And mm-hmm. they can't wrap their heads around people who do things differently, right? Because everybody I know had their kids at 18 and everybody was married by 21. But then you you talk to these people and they all struggled,
1: right? Mm-hmm.
3: Like people ask us like, oh, when you guys are having another kid and we're like, we're good. <laughs> and everyone wants us to have multiple kids and they're like, oh yeah, but it's tough. And and they're telling you how hard it is, but because they did it, mm-hmm. they want you to do it, right? hmm Thank you. Have a good night. So for me, my whole thing was always, well, I didn't care either way if I had children, but I knew uh-huh. if I got married, I would want kids. But if I wasn't, I I wouldn't want kids. Mm. So for me, I knew the first thing was to be married.
1: Uh-huh. So
3: that was a priority for me. Um, I was not one of those. I'm not one of those women who are like, I have to have kids. I don't care who is by I have. No, I don't mm. care. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like if I get married, then I would have children. Um, but being older, financially, where I'm at, I am nowhere near this. Like if I was like 20 years old or 30, um, I've done everything. Closed out the clubs for two years straight with you two teams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about
0: to say you closed them out with me.
3: Facts. Closed out the clubs That's a fact. Traveled the world like. I've done every single thing. And what a lot of people do is they have their kids early and do it later. I did everything early. So now emotionally, like we we gentle parent, you know, and we could gentle parent because we have more um patience that I think like if I was 25 and struggling and you know, a, a single parent, if there was all of these other factors in. I wouldn't be able to parent the way that I prefer to parent. Um, And I think being a little bit older and having her like, you know, I'm not worried about the things that I was worried about 10 years ago and financially, we're just at such a better place. I love it. Like I would tell everybody to get everything out of your system, do everything you want, travel the world live, you know, in a van, if you want for five years and just get that out of your system, because a lot of people wait until their sixties and seventies to do that. And now your whole life is like gone and you're trying to live your life at an older age. I've done it. So now I can raise a child. And a lot of women are like, well, you know, if I had my, I had my daughter at 39 so, you know, when she's 20, you're gonna okay, and I'll still be fine and hey, talk right? that talk.
0: Talk that talk.
3: <laughs> I'll still be fine at 60, you know. And again, I I want a certain life for her. And I'm able now to do that and raise her a certain way because I am older. That's just my outlook mm-hmm. on, on that. I,
2: I agree. And you know, you said something, T, about black don't crack. Black don't crack. But knees crack, and to, <laughs> let me tell you something. Being a twenty-year-old dad and, a, and like a an early thirty dad, a forty-year-old dad is two different things. With a toddler, and you're down on the floor and you're struggling to get back up. Now, granted, I stopped going to the gym for a while, and I was used to do my squats and stuff like that. But I must say, you know, Some things squats. start to crack more and stuff like that as you get older. So I'm not saying, you know, you can't. That have- is the
3: one bad thing because I did throw my hip
2: out. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Like- Sam's hip, oh, Sam's hip- oh, yeah. is noise yeah. now;
2: it's like a, a noise. <laughs> so I will say that, you know, although the exteriors, appear, <laughs> like, you know, you got just if you if you plan to have kids as you get older, then make sure you're taking care of yourself, taking care of your body, yeah. huh. care of what you think, what you put in there, because it's like. All those things, like you know, it's like you know, you know, the 10 year old car and then the warranty go expired
1: <laughs> because usually things
2: start to go thing after mm-hmm. that maintenance. So, it so you know, Sam, and I mean, we go to the spa, you know, we do things or whatever, and these things are kind of like part of like our therapy, you know. Um, and so I mean, I've, I mean, the last year or two, I've had the most gray hairs I've ever had. My ears, popping.
3: oh no, that's Ava. Ava gave us both great. That's not age. That's,
2: that's our daughter. Well, I mean, fact, it might it also might be a combination of having a daughter at that age.
3: No,
1: it's
2: her. Like, it's like, yeah, we could do cool things with Ava. Like, we, yeah. like, I mean, we're, we're not even not thinking about like private school or, you know, thinking about being in a nicer neighborhood or, you know, um, um because we're not it's not something that we have to think about what we can't do now it's like here are our options and here are all the things we can do right Mm -hmm. but we're also Mm. about things that um every parent thinks about like Sam takes it to the library it's it's free it's accessible it's fun it's close so it's also Uh practical so it's not always just spending money but you know um when we were younger you know I'm sure we weren't you know I mean, if we had a younger kid, we wouldn't be thinking about that. Right. So, um, mm. but we've been blessed to have like a big, um, village around us and of, of people that have like wisdom mm-hmm. and finances that, uh-huh. pay, that buy Ava stuff like all the time. I, I mean, like when we first had Ava, I think we didn't buy diapers or clothes or anything for like the first year. Like, yeah. wow. We had that much that we support. Got. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was That's like the village. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing, too. So that definitely helped, too.
0: And also, when you guys have kids older, now that people are around you are older, they can afford stuff, too.
3: Right. So when you're 22 so-
0: years old, can nobody afford nothing.
3: So
0: that's the key right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can afford nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's Everybody true. Broke, right? like, you about to get this gift card to Babies R Us for $25. That's what. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. oh, god, kids. oh yeah. oh my
2: god. Oh yeah, my god kids get like $100 plus and and now they come they come used to it. They're like Uncle Phil and they know what they're going to they're they're going to ask. So they they Uncle Phil like my budget for them was like 100, 125. Now it's like, it's just slowly creeping up. Like now it's 150. And here's my Christmas. (laughs) And they itemize, here's the things and here's why I want all those things because they know I'm going to ask why I'm not just going to give them the money. We Uh talked about that at Dinner babe, the other night. Like, I don't, so it's like, so they're smart with it now, right? right. Uh I love the fact that I can do that, you know? And I love the fact Uh that, you know, we can do things or whatever. So there it's, it's give and take, but- I mean when Ava's a mom, Ava could be a cool mom at twenty-five and have what Sam and I have financially at 40, right? So mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. goal is for them to do better than us. So absolutely. Definitely. Okay, good. Yeah.
0: You got anything? Yeah. No, I
1: don't. No? Not as so yeah, right
0: now. So <laughs> let me ask you this. So do you guys feel like not ushering in, but because there are other couples doing this too, but like do you guys feel like you're definitely separating yourself from the old generation of um, parenting and, and marriage,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like, I think, you know, our parents parented a certain way, you married a certain way, right? Um, old schools and things like that, you know, don't yeah. really travel a lot, right? right. Um, so do you guys feel like you're ushering that kind of energy in like that new way that now when Ava is growing up, she's going to see something different than what you've seen? And not just in in a financial way, but just in a lifestyle way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, about how you parent, right? Because, like you said, like you parent a little bit more easy, right? Especially in Black households, Black households a lot of times you get
1: yep. <sighs> catch catch <laughs>
0: catch these hands, these pots, these pans, these switches, the belts, whatever it is you about to catch, right? So it's like you're parenting a little bit more easier. The lifestyle could be a little bit more different. Not bad. Not saying for better for worse, but it, it's different from what you grew up, right? Yeah. So do you guys feel like you're ushering that in? And and was that something that was important to you guys to be different?
3: Not to be different. I don't think Phil and I really care about that or like Mm -hmm. how it looks to anyone, even like our relationship. Like we just kind of go with the flow and what works for us. And I think that is why it's so important that you know your partner and you're compatible with your partner. Right. Mm. Because what works for us may not work for everybody else. And that's fine because it just has to work for us. Uh We're always on the same page when it comes to our marriage, when it comes to how we want our kids, our kids. I am not putting that out there, baby our child. (laughs) Are we
0: breaking news on Conversations of the Heart? Oh, we are not. News? Wait, what? Breaking news.
3: Ava is three kids in one. We're good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's why it's so important. Like our whole thing is not like, I don't want to say we just don't care, like old school, new school. We just worry about really what works for us. Um, and we don't think this may work for everybody else. It's just, you have to make sure you and your partner from the beginning are on the same page, whatever that looks like. That's just my thing for us. We just kind of go with the flow. What works for us as individual, what worked for us as a couple. I remember one time, um, Phil was talking to his parents and I don't remember what the topic was. And he was like, I only care about what's going on with Sam. You know like that's my wife like that's his whole you know thing and i think that was always our thing like we're never really worried about what anybody else's do you know every anyone else does it's just kind of like what works best for me and him because we're always on the same page
0: tunnel vision
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's said that mm-hmm. that said that at the uh the speech at the uh on the beach uh t i don't know if you remember but
1: it's
2: like you know it's like you know it you you have your family but then you have your wife and your, and now that's your that's your new family right that's the immediate family and what you think about but i don't you know i don't think about parenting um i just do it right i do what kind of like uh comes natural and what i feel i don't i don't plan parenting in my head i don't i don't sit there and say oh i'm gonna what am i gonna do with ava tomorrow to like let her know so like we're teaching her things um, and she learned stuff from my mom and I, and we give and allow my mom and my sisters oh, yeah. and my dad to parent them how they think they should parent them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't micromanage her, her upbringing. Right. So mm-hmm. she's going to learn things from mom and dad and she learns and she knows every one of her body parts. Cause my mom. Sits there and, tells her <laughs> and, um, that's good. And, and then, and then she'll come back and tell me, and it's exciting because she, she teaches me something. Knew that she learned, and her newest thing is like "Dada" and "Mama." Like she knew who we were, but now she calls us out by that, like she identifies. No, that's nice.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's really cool to see her say "Dada" and "Mama" and stuff like that, right? um But I don't think about it, and like you know, I've, 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 I've tapped Ava before when she's being rude and stuff like that. um mm-hmm. But it's not something I plan. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to punish her now. Like when I get home, it's just something that happens at the spur of the moment.
3: When she's trying um, to like
2: tumble off of the, the dining room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do, I, I do extreme, I'm very mellow with her, but I do extreme things when she does stuff extremely. Like, see if that makes sense. Like, because mm-hmm. I want her to identify that you've reached a level of, all right, you need to come back down now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, all right, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. raise your voice. It's like, oh, okay. Cause they're uh-huh. they're pushing and they're 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 checking your limits. I'm like, oh, all right, that was the limit. Let me let me, and that's why I do it, right? Uh-huh. Um, but you know, for the most part, I, I i treat her like I treat Samantha. Like she's like my friend. I identify her as a person too, and not just my child or a baby. And I talk to her and I try to explain things to her, right? And you know, I, I mean, she's never used a pacifier. She never cried at me changing her diaper, right? um because prior to that, I tell her, hey, Ava, okay, let's go change your diaper now. And she goes into the room and she knows I'm going to pick her up and change her diaper. And I've been telling her to that before she knew how to speak. And she just knows that that's what something that we do or whatever. And I'm not going to fight or argue with dad because he's changing my diaper because it's wet and uh, it needs to be changed. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so parenting for me is um, it's like it's a lot easier than running a business. I mean, as far as as far as as far as um, how I treat it, right? The, the 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 aspects and just the truth is that she Ava is an individual person with a personality right now, and she's had it for a very long time, and um, and I've come to accept it, right? And um, I just kind of move. Kind of like
3: how we we deal with each other as individuals, like right. You know, We treat her kind of like the same way. Like, she's not ours to like mold. She's just, she's here for us to guide and make sure she's safe, but she's her own individual person. And that's what we say go back to like if she wants to go to college or not. Like, we're not going to make those choices for her. We're just going to guide her and be here for her when she makes those choices you know yeah, so that is true. very
0: different though which is very like oh my god you know, yeah. I, I know that like you're not trying to compare or like you care about the comparison but yo know, th- it's a big difference between a lot of times how especially in the black community it, it, you know what in it is
3: making community mm-hmm. like yeah. yeah when you get beat for breathing too hard while <laughs> You're walking up the stairs.
2: exactly. Um, Sam, I think you have trauma, too, from that. Like. I absolutely have trauma. And I tell
3: my mom I have trauma, and she thinks it's so funny. Um, mm-hmm. But, no, I just, again, I just think that's the type of people Phil and I are, you know? Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't we parent like that? You know, that's how we are towards each other. That's how we are towards our friends. Phil and I don't argue, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, like... Well, no, I do yell at Ava because like I said, she's crazy, but like, (laughs) you know, so that's not even our style to like spank and it's just not who we Mm -hmm. are. So, right.
0: Yeah, I do see very differently. Uh, I think, you know, just seeing different ways people parent and sometimes my friends parent, like you could just see a lot of times the the difference and stuff that was passed down, Um, you know, um, and different tra- traditions as far as um if you would call it a tradition of of a uh, discipline um, um and and how they discipline because it's more so well I got it so they about to get it too
2: you know you, I mean? you know it's uh, really no but that happens yeah that, you, that know that happens. What's, mm-hmm. you know it's you know it's funny that you say that too um the conversations i have with my mom and dad now um uh we realized they didn't know a lot of times what the f they were doing So they're winging it too, right? And when you're a kid growing up, you're like, "Oh, we got everything intact." My dad was like, "No, right?" He gets nervous. He thinks about things too. He freaks out, like if I had a fever and what Uh to do, do? and like you know, if I fell out the crib and like you know, or how do I address the situation or whatever. And, And and coming to terms with that and understanding that, you realize, okay, so whatever you were holding onto about your thoughts about marriage or your thoughts about friendships or your thoughts about anything, right? Right, whatever they kind of say to you, right? You can, um, and it's it's funny because when kids get to be in college, they become like these uh, rebels and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Because they don't want to follow the religion they brought up on, or maybe they, it's a girl that has a girlfriend or a boy that has a boyfriend, right? And it's like, oh, that's not how you were brought up, right? And so it's like, they're, they're being rebellious now. But what's happening is they're just really discovering what's best for them and what's good for them and so um parenting is one of those things where just like in business right you have to wing it and learn with it as you go and and make little check marks on what works and what doesn't work and like oh okay that didn't work you know okay that did work you know like we'll continue to do that let's see how many times it's like repetition right so it's like we know that she'll eat egg whites in the morning if we make it. So our repetition is when we wake up, we make egg whites for her, smoked salmon. And that's another thing, uh, diet. <laughs> diet, we, she doesn't eat, we don't eat meat. We're a pescatarian, right? So we don't eat steak and beef and pork and chicken and turkey. So she doesn't eat it. But that doesn't mean necessarily like, you know, I mean, at what age, you know, maybe she's in school and she discovers she likes chicken or a friend gave it to her. And we have a conversation, mom, I really like chicken. I mean, I don't know how to, con- like, it's one of those things where, like, even her ears being pierced, Sam wants to leave it up to her if she wants to pierce her ear. I'll say, mommy, I want my ears pierced. And then she'll go, okay, I'll take you to get your ears pierced, right?
3: But it's her body. And I think, like, that's my whole thing as a parent. Like, and it is quite different than how I grew up um and like you were saying you know i feel like it's the same thing like especially in the black community like people like well i gotta add the mud so my kid no gotta no it. They, they gotta no it too. <laughs> no like my job as a, a human being a parent is to make it easier yeah. for the next generation like why would if i know how i felt when i was being beat with a bell
2: why would and, you pass that on yeah
3: why see- would i or if I know knew like I had to work two jobs to pay for college and how you know how difficult that was, why would I want that for my child? Like when I can. Well, the answer,
0: that- the answer to that, not my answer, but the answer that I hear all the time is because they don't want their kids being soft in a in a in a cold world.
3: No, but I think if you are actually parenting correctly, mm-hmm. and again, we're new.
1: Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Um, I feel like as a parent, like a part of that is financial literacy. And a a part of that is also, if you have a, a, your own business, like Phil's dad was an entrepreneur. Right. So, and he was exposed to that. So like, you should be educating your kids on all of that stuff. Like we have a brokerage account for Ava. Like, I'm not going to give, you know, a 21 year old $500,000. If that's what's in there at 21, without knowing like this person, I've also made it that she understands like what goes with this. And, you know, so I think like kids are going to be spoiled. Um, can't, you can, you can get it out of the mud and someone you can beat your kids from here till uh-huh. tomorrow and they still come out spoiled. Right.
1: Uh-huh.
3: So why not actually just do whatever you can as a parent or a person mm-hmm. To make mm-hmm. their lives a little bit easier, like I, I, I don't get that mentality. But again, mm-hmm. we don't judge anyone. So, however no, you want no. to raise your kids,
0: yeah, it's their business. Yeah, right. no, no, it's definitely their
2: business. hundred percent. Ava,
3: Ava's gonna have it a whole lot easier than I did, and and I'm okay with that. I am okay with that.
2: What, what are you? What are your thoughts? What are What are your thoughts on that, T and, uh, Patrice? Like, what do you? What do you think? Like, you know, not not trying to put things, like, ahead, but, like, just, like, on parenting, right, do you, do you think that, like, um your parents were amazing to you, it's just fantastic, it was, like, do you feel, like, um that it's up to you to define, like, what marriage and, like, you know, raising a child mm-hmm. is you guys, like, or do you feel like you're going to lean on, like, the values or what was kind of put in place by your, like, Your parents, like you know, being you know when you were raised, I'll let you go first, ladies first. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I would say a little bit of both, but more so what works for what would work for me and him, you know, because like you said earlier, everybody is different. So our parents were different; they are two different individuals, and they made it work for them. So I think the same would have to go, you know, for us as well, especially with parenting. You know, times are a lot different now than they were back then. So What well, may have worked back then, you know, for us being raised may not be the same now, you know, yeah. for our children. And those mm-hmm. coming up. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think for, for me, it, it it would be as great as, as you know, my parents are, and, you know, um, I would still do things differently. Um, and maybe not 100%, but because, di- because the goals are different. Um, yeah. You know, like my parents had certain goals, right? And they achieved those goals or what those were for them, yes. right? but for but for me my goals look a little different right um certain things that were that weren't important to them are important to me mm-hmm. right you know and and so I think like just for something that's so simple as traveling right and I, I'll just put it like that yeah like, that's that, that is important to me and that is important to trees right my parents no take it or leave it Right, see, see. it was cool in New York, you know what I'm saying, like my my dad was cool in New York, my mom was cool in New York, my, my dad would love to go to the south, yeah, um, but like that's it, yeah and that, but that but the thing is that was good for them, right, um, um and like you said, like you said, Sam, like also just just times were different, you know back then as well, like and it's just they may had to have made a choice, all right, do I travel or do I send my kids to private school? And yeah. both me and my brother went to private school yeah if you didn't go to private school maybe they might have traveled i don't know yeah. or right. or or if not traveled done something else whatever yeah, that thing would have been right mm-hmm. so like you said there you know when it comes to just finances and, and certain things that could look a little different right because the goals are very different right and it's like your parents do do the best they can for what they know yes right so right. it's up it's up to you know to us to say like well what are what are what's important to me and what's what's
2: important to us what's important to me and what's important to us i think Mm -hmm. are very good those those are the statements and that's how you should lead like same thing t i have like things that my dad didn't value or care about i care about right i care Mm -hmm. about desire stuff i like Driving nice oh, yes, cars, I like. I like different things. He does. He he he's cool with having. He's to this day he has a new car. I My mean, dad makes more money than I do, and um, you know he um, but but, even just the structure of our businesses, right? Uh-huh. He remained for thirty something years, without really having employees. Having this kind of like concept of all these people working for him and stuff like that, mm-hmm. family and family working for you and, you know, leaving the mm-hmm. business. A lot of people from his generation, the baby boomer age, believed in like, oh, I built something, I'm going to leave it to my kid. But your kids don't want to do it. Like, you know, like sometimes they don't, mm-hmm. that becomes a problem. We uh, we we're, we're in Garden City right now. And there's a lot of estate issues because the parents leaving it, kids don't want it the house Uh goes and like it's just like you know um they liquidate everything and whatever and it just like vultures to start pulling everything apart or whatever right but like Uh for me it's like i want to raise a company that is a multi-million dollar company right Uh and then take those millions and reinvest it into other things sam and i just started a brand new uh, business and that business now is our first venture together because we've had two separate businesses. Okay. and so congratulations, Thank you, thank you. So it's like we're
3: not busy
2: enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but we, we realize on the plate. <laughs> but, we, but we realize when starting this new business and the couple that we started with, like they're amazing. Like they're they're just like they, their mind, their mindset, and just their vibe is just just in tune with our values and stuff. But um. We knew immediately just from learning in the last year and year and a half that we would have to have people on board. If we started this business, there's no way her and I can run it by ourselves with what we're mm-hmm. doing. It needs to be we have to hire other people, hire right. staff that's gonna help us with that business. And then that's how if you look at Rihanna and all these people, right? And Kylie, Jenna, all these people, they have a big team of people and they they devote a specific amount of their time to each one of their businesses. And that's why Shaq and these people can have multiple businesses because they have uh-huh. a team in place that they're paying or whatever. Uh-huh. Shaq can do that all by himself. He can't do open a bunch of Papa John's and have, uh, you know, uh, HP Inc. and all of these businesses without having a team in place that's helping manage all this stuff. So right. we started learning that. And now that's how, you know, you if you can automate your system and automate your business, um, then you can open up other businesses and you still have that freedom of time to hang out and do date night and, and do all the stuff, you know. I mean Barack and Michelle still do it. So like, you know, like why can't we? What's your excuse? Well, you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So so that's 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 what I see. Dope.
0: Well, I think I'm gonna leave it here. Cause I, I know you guys have have to get out of here and, and yes. do your Barack and Michelle things and your parents <laughs> and things. Um, but before we get out of here, I just want to be able to, to give you this opportunity um, for each of you um, to, you know, talk about or, you know, plug in the business um, with yours, hers, both of y'all together. You got about three businesses, um, whatever yes. it is that you guys want to plug, um, and, and then we'll go from there. We'll Ladies. go with Phil first. Ladies first. Oh, but, <laughs> we'll go with Sam first. Ladies
2: first. Right. Absolutely.
3: Yes. So, um... As we said before, I own a travel agency. Um, We are located here on Long Island and um, specialize. I specialize destination wedding and honeymoon, but I also have 70 travel agents throughout the US um, that specialize in other things. So if anyone needs help with any type of travel, definitely let us know. Or if you want to become a travel agent yourself, um, definitely visit our website, www.justadventures.com. And
2: you can contact us. 70. Man, babe, you're doing so good. Until WWW. I'm not you know? supposed to say that? No, babe, you don't have to say WWW. <laughs> <laughs> it's a generational thing. It's, it's okay. okay. It's
3: I'm the over AOL 40.
2: generation. I'm
3: over 40, okay. <laughs> you
0: got to get a pass for that, though. It's okay. Okay, yeah. we'll get a pass. Um, yeah. People um, really don't
3: say that anymore?
0: I mean, not really, but it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... it's it's okay. Yeah. Black planning is back. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you know, like, listen, man, like it's all good. Everything is coming back. So <laughs> it's
2: all good. Too <laughs> stupid. Shout out to Just, um, Just Adventures. Yeah, I have uh yeah, Just Adventures. Yeah, definitely for travel and um learning to uh you know, Sam does something great with training, so it's not it's a hand-holding kind of situation. And I think um in the business of travel, right? Um, There's opportunities to make money. And as I said in the beginning, like, you know, when we talk about success, I mean, you can work a regular job um, that you're happy with and do travel on the side because you love it. And if you have these groups and stuff like that, you can profit. And Sam teaches you how to travel the world um, at the expense of others, right? And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, get upgrades and this stuff. So it's wonderful for a guy or girl if you guys like traveling and, and you know mm-hmm. why not make some money off of it uh mm-hmm. so it's, it's a good
3: website shout,
2: shout out to phil for plugging <laughs> his wife's business <laughs> <laughs> so eloquently It's just i'm also part of the marketing team on that and uh, <laughs> obviously um, yeah, so I, I, get paid, I get paid to say that um <laughs> but uh yeah uh my business uh is ph consulting and media Um, we are an advertising company and we help local businesses. I don't like to call them small businesses, local businesses with their advertising footprint. So what we try to do is, um, educate local businesses on the opportunities to make big, uh, big footprint ideas, right? So, you know, running a local ad next to a McDonald's ad for your local burger spot, right? Or putting yourself on a billboard in times square, right? Uh it's the things that people think are super expensive and they can't do they are they are pricier than the normal um you know maybe local sort of advertising but we educate you on that and we also have other packages where uh we just help with creativity or help build your brand book or your brand guide if you're starting out with your company and you need a a vision of what your personality of your brand looks like um so i have an amazing team of social media managers and producers and directors that helped me with that company. And then, um, and that site is PH Consulting Media. And my Instagram was uh-huh. PH Consulting Media for that company. Uh-huh. And then Samantha and I just started Hammond Home Management. And uh, for all the entrepreneurs out there that have their own Airbnb business and uh, have multiple locations or you know, are away half of the year and need management of the home, including cleaning and booking uh, the Airbnb and marketing it, uh, that's the new business that we have that we just set up. And um, we actually might be doing it for the Elliot's too, parents. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So like, um, yeah, if you have a home that you are thinking about putting up on an Airbnb and maybe tired of like the monthly, you know, tenant rental and you want to do something a little different, uh, we can explore how we can manage that for you and market the business and, um, and you know, uh, at a percent um of, of the sales and um yeah and then uh we don't have a website for that business yet but it's probably going to be him home management mm-hmm. um but uh, to hear
3: www <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes it is on the World Wide <laughs> web <laughs> yes <laughs> um but yeah um so yeah keep, you know we'll keep you guys and terrence we'll hopefully um be able to have you uh, have us back on the show and we can talk to you about that and hopefully that might be it's it's another uh line of business for somebody or one of your Mm -hmm. viewers
0: yeah for sure Mm -hmm. and um if you could just quickly one thing each of you um what piece of advice would you give i would say to a couple that's married right and that's about to embark on parenthood just give one each, just one each, just maybe one piece of, of advice. They may not can follow it, follow it or not, whatever the case is. But just something that you think um, could be beneficial for someone out there who is married and they are they are about to embark on this beautiful journey um, of parenthood.
3: It is the hardest thing you'll ever do, but also the most rewarding thing you'll ever do like no one could tell you how difficult it is you it's just something you have to experience um, so it's my, two things so I just wanted to make that statement sure. um, it's 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 hard um but it is the most rewarding and my tip would be just work just do what works for you um, everyone has their two cents
1: mm-hmm. about
3: how you should parent or what you should do or literally just do what works for you and for your partner and for your child um because every child is different every relationship is different
1: uh-huh. and
3: um I always think it's a good idea just to kind of have people you know they can have their opinions but just always do what works best for you
1: appreciate,
2: appreciate um that. mine would be um for well um if you are a couple married or friends or whatever the case is that are raising a child together the first thing is one get on the same page prior to that baby coming um and realize that it's there's no particular role that one person does right like I cook, I give bats to Ava. I did most of the bats when she was first born. Uh, to- yeah, I don't
3: know. I think I was scared to
2: bathe her. <laughs> um, and I enjoyed that time with her playing in the water. Ava's a water baby, right? So, you know, uh, uh-huh. have that conversation together prior to the baby coming. Not so much how, just the expectations of what that looks like and what your role looks like in it or whatever, or if you're going to wing it and my second one even though you said not to my 1.5 no, no. <laughs> advice is have a place or a thing that keeps that gives you a reset cuz they will they will drive you nuts and they will take yeah. you out of your character and you know mm-hmm. find something that that you personally hold on to or a corner or maybe a show or something like that 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 makes you kind of reset and when you reset you find that you go back into the situation with the child, you know, ready to hug them or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So lean on the parents. You got to go out here. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to go, you know. Absolutely. Try to take a drive, or whatever, and come back. And you miss them. It only takes a little bit to miss the child, right? So you need that reset moment mm-hmm. and that breathing moment because you just fe- it feels like the walls are closing in sometimes. So just find that thing that makes you like that reset moment, like, you know, and just hold on to it and make sure that that, that panic button is somewhere mm-hmm. near something. And that you can always reach that reset button whatever that looks like for you
0: that's dope that's much good. much appreciated much appreciated appreciate mm-hmm. you guys you know you guys thank uh, you for having uh, us amazing beautiful black <laughs> good. black Patrice, you're such a you know what, I'm lovely saying? co-host you know?
1: <laughs> oh thank you, you know, I,
0: yes, I'll yes. try. I definitely appreciate y'all y'all doing y'all thing y'all successful black melanin popping you know what i'm saying like y'all doing y'all thing out here in these streets you know what I mean? And y'all are successful, a husband, a wife, just be two beautiful human beings and entrepreneurs and fathers and mothers. You guys are just really dope. Definitely appreciate Brother. you guys. Um Me and too, my friend. Yeah, Thank definitely. You. And now uh so Therese, tell everybody where you know they can find you. Um as far as you know, your beautiful, your amazing um business that you have, as far as in finance um, all of your insights and wisdom where can they find you to get that wisdom
1: all right thank you babe it is at well financial sense i'm on instagram and also on facebook
0: so go ahead definitely and follow click the and follow button click. please
1: yes
0: tell them t-tail sent <laughs> and of yes. course as for me everything is at t-tail inspires youtube just type in conversations of the heart you can absolutely go ahead and check out all of this conversation and more right there on, on YouTube and all podcast platforms that you can find. I am there. Um, so definitely appreciate you guys again. You guys are awesome. Yes. Keep doing your thing. Best thank to Ava, the beautiful baby girl. And much, <laughs> much, much continued success on your union and the businesses. Keep us... Oh, thank you. Warm. Thank you,
1: guys.
2: Continue thank success you. yourself.
1: Appreciate that, man. your boy, yeah. t Tell
0: Always, man. Peace.